UK Report with Adam Gilchrist. Good morning, sir. Morning, Kino. Now, the soldier killers, two men finally sentenced. This is for Leo Rigby's murder. I can imagine, you know, uh, what, what, what people must have been going through because I sat there watching this, not the whole thing mm. unfold, but the aftermath on Sky News when that killing took place. That's right. Well, it was caught on camera, wasn't it? It's on mm. mobile phone by passers-by. And we saw the guy with blood dripping off his hands, the machete in his hand, and then we saw the figure behind slumped on the road. And, yeah, that was the soldier who they'd virtually beheaded, basically, in broad daylight on a street in South London. Well, here we are nine months later, and the two killers, Michael Adebalajo and Michael Adebowale, in fact, they were convicted before Christmas, but they've both been given life sentences. And the reason why they had to wait was the thing we talked about last week, that a UK court essentially decided that whole life terms can be given. Life can mean life in prison contrary to the European court. So we waited for that judgment, and lo and behold, boy, did they throw the book at these two. A minimum of 45 years in prison for Adebowale, seen as the accomplice. And Adebowale has been told he will die behind bars. And there were, well, a very ugly end to their final day that most of us will ever see them. And that in court, there were scuffles. They started fighting the security guards, shouting and screaming and kicking. And it was a really undignified exit. But then what would you expect from two pretty horrible gentlemen and mm. uh, there are all sorts of headlines on our papers this morning but i suppose the most stark one and probably the most heartfelt one is rot in jail there's another paper actually with a hangman's noose saying if only that's it's that strong that people even would consider bringing back capital punishment now i see this flood's going to be haunting the uk for quite some time to come the flood defense around the pm accused of not doing enough and even while the rain falls and we're predicted heavy rain and possibly snow and all sorts of all hell breaking loose again over the weekend, <laughs> potentially. Yeah, the boss of Britain's biggest insurance company has expressed concern about a lack of spending on flood defences. Now, we know that uh, David Cameron has pledged to dredge the rivers of Somerset and that other defences will be, uh, and they're rebuilding that uh, railway line, the famous one that got knocked over by the sea and so forth. But uh, essentially, uh, I suppose it's not unusual for the boss of an insurance company to suggest that you need more protection, indeed more insurance, but... Mm. I suppose coming from him, it does have some weight. Plus, there's the fact that the Prime Minister said money is no object and that flood defence spending has increased under his watch since he became Prime Minister, blah, blah, blah. And then up popped the official statistics watchdog, an independent watchdog, you understand. He said, well, actually, Prime Minister, you've cut the budget by £250 million. So uh, even while the water still laps at some people's homes, yet there's quite a lot of finger-pointing going on now. Now, 1D soccer... I hope it's 1D and not ID soccer, a screaming crowd for a pop star's sporting debut. Yes, well, how how big are you on One Direction? As, oh, uh, One Direction. Well, I try not to talk mighty, about them too often. The mighty One Direction pop group who uh, have, have taken over teenage bedrooms the world over. <laughs> but there, there they were last night, 5,000 One Direction fans hitting octaves that really only dogs can hear. Very, very vocal fans turning up at a lower league reserve team football match in Yorkshire between Doncaster Reserves and Rotherham Reserves because One Direction pop star Louis Tomlinson was playing for Doncaster. Now, he might be impassioned about his football, and he's probably not a bad footballer, but of course there's an enormous publicity stunt involved for this for Doncaster, although the money raised actually went to a local hospice. But anyway, the crowd would normally be one man and a sleepy dog, but 5,000 people. I was going to say all screaming girls, but actually there were a few parents in attendance as well as you'd expect. <laughs> and apparently, they travelled in from France, Italy, Denmark, Germany, Mexico, America, Canada, 
I mean, maybe even from your neck of the woods, it's extraordinary that people would fly over just to see him come on in the 65th minute, fall on his bum attempting a pass, and the match ended nil-nil. Did that matter? There were people screaming with joy anyway. They just got to see him in his shorts. Oh, <laughs> no. It. That does it for some, apparently. <laughs> Not us, Adam. Not us. Uh, we were, and even if it did, we wouldn't tell anybody. Adam Gilchrist there. And your UK 